And welcome back, people. We are gathered around the fire for another episode. And I've got two special guests with me. I have Officer Jake. Say hello. How's it going? He's the boogeyman himself. And I have the dredge, Joe. Say hi. The dredge! And I got a special host, Joe. And take it away. So how are you doing today? It's Joe, Monsters and Mad Men Review on TikTok. And today, I am mm -hmm. taking our top 10 horror icons countdown that we did for the Halloween special. I've awarded points and determined who within our group is the ultimate horror icon. The way I did this was I took our lists, and in the 10th place spot on each list was awarded 1 point, 9th place was 2 points, all the way up to 1st place being awarded 10 points. There were some ties, and the way we broke ties, it was very simple and easy. Uh, tie was one between me and Dylan, because uh, it was only one vote for that icon, but it got a certain amount of points. So Jake picked which icon out of the two he liked better, and then one was tied between uh, Jake and Dylan's icon, and I just picked which one I liked better. And I will let you guys know what the ties are. So we do have one honorable mention, and that's just because they were tied with our 10th place spot. Uh, Dylan was the only one with this icon, and it got that icon seven points, and it's the Fear Street Killers. Dylan, why do you even think they were so iconic that they deserve to be on the list? Well, I think they were iconic not because there's something new, but because the throwback to all the past horror icons like Michael Myers, Ghostface, Jason, I mean, you have, you know, Fear Street 78 set at a summer camp. That's Jason with the Nightwing Killer. You have Skull Mask in 94. He's basically Ghostface. Right. And I liked the Fear Street movies, but uh, I broke this tie. The Fear Street Killers from you got seven points and only you. So Jake's icon also got seven points. And I just felt when I broke this tie that this character deserved more credit than the Fear Street Killers. So our 10th place on this list is the Wolfman. Jake, he is your favorite Universal monster? Yeah, favorite out of the, you know, Dracula, him, Mummy, Gilman. Um, actually, it probably goes Wolfman, Gilman right after that. And then Dracula, the Mummy, uh, Frankenstein's monster. So, Dylan, how do you feel about the Wolfman being 10th on our list? I do like the Wolfman. I've liked werewolves. Remember our cryptids uh, podcast, and I've just always been fascinated by it. You know, full moon, werewolves. I've known that that's one of Jake's favorites for yeah. a while. So, uh, you know, I I don't disagree with it. I respect, I respect it, and um, yeah, no. One thing that's cool... Uh Matter of fact, I was just sent a text message to Joe last night about this. Is 2023 to 2024, they're actually in production of making The Wolfman 2, which is going to be a remake, excuse me, a sequel to the one that came out in 2011. Is it going to be like with Benicio del Toro? Well, he, his character was, he was killed, killed. So, so yeah. if, if it follows, it's going to be more of like a werewolf in Scotland because Hugo Weaving. Uh, Hugo Weaving was scratched by him before the end of it, and you hear the werewolf at the end of the credits or before the credits mm -hmm. roll. Uh, I, I also know they're doing, uh, you know how they came out with the Invisible Man. Right. They're kind of doing not exactly remakes of monsters, but takes. they're like new takes. So, so for myself, I think the Wolfman is my second favorite of the Universal Monsters behind uh, the Gill Man. 
And I definitely think he deserves a spot on this list. Uh, he's a solid, solid character. Uh, great design, especially for that time. Uh, Lon Chaney Jr., great performance. And horror icon himself. Horror icon himself. Yeah, he played he played Dracula, Frankenstein's monster, and the, uh, the uh, Wolfman. And I think he did the mummy, too. I have to check that, but I'm pretty sure he was the mummy as well. So I definitely think the Wolfman deserves this spot. There's a lot of characters I like substantially more. Like, the Wolfman only showed up on Jake's list. But I think it's a deserved spot. So eighth place, this was also a tie between, I'm sorry, ninth place. And this was also a tie for the eighth place spot, but uh, Jake broke that tie. Uh, so the loser was Ghostface. So that is our ninth place spot. This one was on Dylan's list. Dylan, why do you think Ghostface is iconic? Well, I mentioned this before, but I like the Scream movies. I love the humor, kind of the meta commentary on horror movies. So the horror movie themselves and they're commenting on horror movies. I love Wes Craven. Come on, we're Wes Craven fans. But also, I love that Ghostface isn't necessarily like a killer, well, a single killer, like say Jason, but it's an identity. So anybody could be Ghostface. And I should have said this in the previous podcast uh, when we were talking about our monsters, but uh, like, you know, they're having, they're having like ridiculous plots like with Jason in space or all that. Ghostface being an identity, it would be possible to have a scream in space. Right. If you know what I mean. On or, the International Space Station or something. Yeah, or underwater. Who is your favorite Ghostface killer? Probably the originals. The original. If you had to pick one of the two, so that's Stu and Billy. Billy. I would kind of agree with you, but I'd actually pick Stu. I told you I'm uh, not a big fan of Roman. Uh, yeah, I don't think anyone was. I don't think the... Script writers were like, wow, Roman, top notch. I do like how he was into movies, though. All right, Jake, you're the one who decided that Ghostface lost this tie. So how do you feel about him? He was third place on Dylan's list, so that's a pretty substantial uh, ranking for him. Yeah, I, I don't even think he he made it on my honorable mentions. I'm not. It's not that I don't like Ghostface. I'm just not a huge fan um, at all, uh, like collectibles and stuff. I only have one Ghostface by NECA. Uh, although you shared a couple of weeks ago, the they just released that they're doing the ultimate one, which they're doing cool. the ultimate one, which is supposed to be the TV or movie version from the new one. Yeah. So he's gonna have some alternate mask. It's actually gonna have uh, this figure is gonna have my favorite Ghostface mask, the Devil Face. Right. Which, as you guys know, when I dress up as Ghostface, it's always the Devil Mask from Dead by Daylight. And when I play Dead by Daylight, if I'm playing Ghostface, I play with the Devil Mask. Also, side note. The dredge, the joke from the beginning, is from Dead by Daylight, and that's just a little nickname that we have for me in the group. But yeah, Ghostface, I think, is substantial, but I don't think he was quite worthy. I, uh, I just, I, I think with Ghostface, it's a lot of taunting and and stuff like that when he does his kills, and, and you know, I, I honestly, my favorite character out of the Scream franchise is probably Dewey. Um, I agree with that. Character. But I'm just, I, I don't know. I mean, he is iconic. You know, everyone knows the ghost face face, the scream. You know, I just, I think it sometimes is a little drawn out in some aspects of it. But, I mean, he, he's definitely up there. If he's not in my top 10, he's, and he'd probably make it after, he's probably my 16th spot, to be honest with you. So, 
I agree with you, by the way. I think Dewey is the best character in Scream. In terms of the killers, I think Stu's the best. I also really like Tatum and Kirby. But, uh, yeah, I think Ghostface is iconic for its look. But uh, he wasn't on my place, but he was high enough on Dylan's place on his listing that he made it into the top 10 for the points. Now, the winner of the tie, and this was my third pick on my list, Victor Crowley from Hatchet. Dylan, you're not a fan of the Hatchet movies. I've never seen them, so I can't comment. Is there a reason why you don't see them? Or? No, I've just never seen them. Right. Jake, what made you decide you liked Victor Crowley more than Ghostface to break my tie here? Um, he's just more of a, a, a brute force. Um, plus, I, I like Kane Hodder. I like that he's played by Kane Hodder. Um, I like what they did with, um, it was the second one or third one where they put uh, Derek Mears in. The third one. Um, uh, he was a SWAT team commander, I believe. It's over the top, um, for sure. I mean, the, the, the kills, I think, besides the new Terrifier movie, I think Victor Crowley's probably one of the more goriest and most kind of ridiculous kills that you see. Um, chokes people out with the, their intestines and stuff like that and it's just a, it's an interesting one and i like danielle harris she's in there she's um, in all of the sequels yeah. she's not in the original but yeah so i just i think it's it's just I, he's a little more brute force and more direct and and it's at more action-packed and and bloodier than ghostface which is probably why he made it a little higher so victor crowley's my third favorite horror icon and uh I always enjoyed the character. Like Jake said, he was played by Kane Hodder. And he almost feels like a ripoff of Jason, but a ripoff of Jason done with some heart. I can tell Kane Hodder is passionate about the character. When I met him at the convention, I did have him sign a Friday the 13th thing, even though I swore to Jake I was going to have him sign a hatchet item. But I just couldn't go against Jason, who's my number one. When I met Daniel Harris at the convention, I had her sign something from Hatchet. I like the Hatchet movies substantially more than I like the Halloween movies. I enjoy the setting because instead of just being the woods, it's the bayou, it's the swamp. There's other things in there. Occasionally the, they'll run into gators or such. And uh, I just think it's a really good, brutal, violent time. And uh, I agree with Jake. It's very comparable in some regards to Terrifier. I would love to see that fight. Victor Crowley versus Art the Clown. I think Victor Crowley would win that. I don't think there's a whole lot of horror icons that could beat Victor Crowley. Like I think Jason would lose to Victor Crowley myself in a fight. I like Jason better, but I think Victor Crowley would win the fight. I like only think like Pinhead or someone like that could keep him down. Or the devil. So moving on, our number seven spot. And again, this only appeared on one list, but this appeared on Dylan's list as number one. Sam from Trick or Treat. Dylan, Sam only has one movie, but a big pop culture thing right now. Why'd you put him as your number one? Well, I did mention this, but he's the spirit of Halloween. He's a symbol of Halloween. You know, I, unlike Michael Myers and Halloween, or unlike other horror icons, Sam's motivation is to make sure people are following the rules of Halloween. If not, he kills you. So, I don't know. I just think that nothing's more scary than a spirit. He's, he's not mortal. He's 
holiday icon like Santa Claus for Christmas. That makes sense. And that's what they were going for when they made that movie. I remember I introduced Sam to you. I think I introduced Sam to Jake as well. Uh, I think he's a great character. He would have been one of my honorable mentions on my list. Uh, he used to be in my number 10 spot until Art the Clown bumped him off. And I just went but uh, went as, uh, for Halloween as him. In, and another cool Sam thing got is. 10 points, and they were all from you, but I definitely think he deserves a spot on the list. Uh, the other cool thing is, uh, on that list of new horror movies they're doing, Trick or Treat 2 is in production. Yep, and so. I also heard that uh, the original Trick or Treat will be released in theaters. Again. No. They did do that this October. I unfortunately didn't get to make it to see it, but it's all right. It was a good time uh, watching it at home. Uh, it's a really good Halloween movie. I feel like the Halloween atmosphere in that movie is even stronger than the Michael Myers movies because it's all about Halloween uh, all the time for Trick or Treat. But yep, Sam is in seventh place. He got ten points. And I think that's fair. And you know, your Halloween parties, he's very popular. <laughs> he is, he is. At the uh, Halloween night, I have little Trick or Treat things out in the yard and Dylan dressed up as Sam. And people always want pictures with Sam and Michael Myers. So usually Dylan provides Sam and Jake provides Michael Myers. Yeah, you know, I feel like we were in a Comic-Con or something. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I usually provide some off-character or Jason. But this year I was Babyface from The Hills Run Red. Um, moving on. Our sixth place spot with 11 points. He was on me and Dylan's lists towards the middle. And not on Jake's list whatsoever. Yeah. Freddy Krueger. So growing up for me, Freddy Krueger was always my second favorite. I mean, it adjusted as I got older, but when I was getting into horror movies hardcore, Jason was always my number one, and Freddy was always my number two. So there's a lot of nostalgia from watching those movies as a child for me. Robert Unglund's hilarious. He's a great actor. Freddy himself is very funny, and sometimes he's brutal, but usually he's more comedic. Um, and one of the soft spots for me is I, on Monsters and Mad Men Reviews, did a top uh, 10 Nightmare on Elm Street characters. Freddy was my second pick. I actually like his mother, Amanda, more than I like Freddy, which I thought was something special because she's only been in about two movies. And uh, I think that character made a lot of impact on me and helps my opinion of Freddy. Dylan. Um, you know, I told you guys I had that dream that Freddy Krueger was chasing me and my friends. I woke up the next morning and was like, that must be a sign. I got to go watch the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Called Joe. He gave on me a Friday the 13th. He, he gave me all the recommendations. Watched it from one to New Nightmare. And then we watched Freddy vs. Jason. I like Freddy. I like his wisecracks. He's, he's brutal. I prefer him, you know, in the first movies. The more darker aspect, like the black comedy the dark comedy I, I know as the movies go on he becomes even more comedic and less scary um he's insanely quotable uh, all of his one-liners you know damn the torpedoes and how's this for a wet dream and it's a boy so just he sticks he sticks with you yeah, he is a very special character his uh and you can't forget the uh bladed glove and the striped shirt so he's He's definitely an icon, and that's why I like him, and so I'm he, glad he's on this list. He got enough mm. points here. He has 11 points to be in sixth place, even though Jake absolutely hates him. Jake, why does your opinion suck? 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to talk about Freddy. I, I really just don't even like his character. He's a pedophile, that's all I'm going to say. Technically, in the original movies, he was just a child killer. Well, that's great. Yeah, I think Freddy is a really good character. I believe he's number six on my personal list anyway. And I think his crimes and, make him scary. Uh, I think he's a really, really interesting character. And I think the Nightmare on Elm Street movies are a lot of fun. Moving on. Our fifth place. Now, I will say this, Dylan. Our top five. Only one of your characters that made it on your list is on there. The rest of this list is really dominated by me and Jake's choices. That's fine. The bottom of the list was me, pretty much. As it should be. I mean, anyway. Fifth but hey, place, one. I got one. Fifth place with 12 points, beating Freddy by one point, is Leatherface. Leatherface is a fun character because in the beginning, he really just suffers from disorder and is more of a product of his environment and his family. I love his design. He's based on true accounts of crimes by Ed Gein. It's a little bit, uh, a little bit creative liberty taken into the story. A lot. Uh, a lot. <laughs> I mean, the character himself is no way near... Hmm as bad as Edgeen was, because Edgeen's just an awful evil person, and it's hard to do that comparison. But the wearing skin, making furniture of bones. Cannibalism. Uh, yep, cannibalism. All from Edgeen. Um, I think Leatherface is a super powerful character. Both really Leatherfaces? Uh, Sawyer and Hewitt? Yeah. Yep. All based on the same guy. The remake, No, I'm saying, like, you're counting this Leatherface. Both. Leatherface in general. Leatherface in general. There are different versions of Leatherface in different timelines. Next Generation movie sucks a lot of ass. Uh, but the original is great, and I love the remake. Uh, the design of the remake Leatherface is great, especially the beginning. I love the muzzle. I joke around with Jake sometimes, and when I'm talking about the beginning, I call him the Mankind Leatherface. Jake, you also have an appreciation for Leatherface? Yeah, he's, Tell me about he's, that. he's up there. He, had, uh, he was actually number three on my list. Um, below two that we'll get to. Um, he's just, you know, again, he's he shows a lot of emotion, which you get to see. Uh, he's, when I think of one of the worst ways to die, getting struck and having my limbs torn off by a chainsaw and then rubbed in salt or and hung on a meat hook and tortured and basically you're living the life of a, of a cattle. It, it is just terrifying to me and a big, big physical specimen of a man that is doing this is just terrifying. So um, that's that's why he's up there. And a fucked up family. So, Dylan, Leatherface wasn't on your list and you've told me before you don't really care for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Why is your opinion incorrect? Well, my opinion is correct because, well, at least in my opinion, <laughs> Well, no, in all seriousness, I just don't really like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. Um, I'm not... Big... Have you watched the new 2022 one on Netflix? No. You need to give that a chance. It, it, it's a completely different vibe from the ones we've seen, um, with a touch of the first one still in there, which is really nice. I just, I didn't really like the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie because it was, just for me, just a little over the top. I haven't seen the second one. Isn't that more of a black comedy? It's, it is. That one's a lot of fun. Yeah. There's a lot of violence. Dennis Hopper, right? Yep, he is. He plays Lieutenant Lefty Enright, who, being a sheriff's deputy, 
still decides to go after the family with chainsaws instead of fucking guns. But so he's you. Yeah, I am pretty much. He'd and be like Jake if Jake was interesting in the law enforcement field. <laughs> and um, I will agree with you, Jake, though. The deaths and kills are very brutal. I mean, being strung up on a meat hook and locked in a freezer and all that. This is uh, early case two of the churches attacking a movie. Yeah, and don't pick up hitchhikers. That's the lesson to be learned. I think it's funny that people would say this is a satanic movie, but if you watch the first movie, there's no cases. Really, if you watch any of them, the only one you could argue is the next generation has the Illuminati and all that. But otherwise, there's like no evidence of any type of evil. It's just all mental disturbances, you know? They'll cancel a movie for anything nowadays. Hell, uh, and isn't the... uh, Didn't... Didn't crime go down because of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? They stopped picking up hitchhikers and... Probably. The Texas... I read that, like, Texas police, like, noticed while the hitchhiking crime was down. So, well, and it is considered one of the best horror movies of all time. Just... I just don't think it's one of my movies that's for me. But maybe I'll watch it again. Sounds good. Fourth place with 13 points is The Creeper from Jeepers Creepers. He was on my list, I believe fourth place, and he was on Jake's list. Dylan didn't get him. Uh, Part one and part two are outstanding movies. I love them both so much. Part three is pretty okay. Part four is dog shit. But uh, the Creeper is a very interesting character. I love his behavior. He's almost like Art the Clown's behavior, but also a little bit more animalistic. He's a Pennywise, you said, like because he hibernates well he's most definitely not pennywise he's substantially better but he does do the hibernation uh every 23 years every 23rd spring he rises and he only eats specific parts of people Uh, i think they're great movies um even though the director's a sick son of a bitch um jake your thoughts on the creeper uh Obviously, what you said with the the way he taunts people, um, but his design, um, the well, his design in the movie that just came out was god awful. Yeah, he looked like a dog shit with corn throughout his face. Um, but first three movies, you know, they didn't really change his design all that much, so he looked the same, which looks pretty cool. Um, looks um yeah pretty much all the positive stuff we say comes from parts one and two and then just a tiny bit from three yeah there's not three i mean obviously the background with everything you don't want to yeah they shut it down appreciate it but yeah that's why he makes it up there i believe he was number five on my list but just an all-around cool character i like he's kind of like the 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 demon slash vampire slash he's just got all these parts that look great on him i do have one more question for you jake you disregard Freddy Krueger because of that character's development, but the director in this in real life has a real uh, background in that. How do you separate the art from the artist when it comes to this? Um, for me, I don't I don't like the concept of Freddy as well. Um, I don't like that if he kills you in his dreams or your dreams, he's going to kill you. And I, I don't know what it is. I just I have never liked Freddy ever since I was a small kid. Um, I think because I was younger, probably in like fourth, fifth grade when I watched the first Jeepers Creepers with some friends, 
and it scared the shit out of me. So I think I just have the respect of it. Makes sense. Um, and then later on, we find out about the director being a child molester. Um, obviously, we don't appreciate that, but um, he should be dead. I appreciate the the creeper himself um, and and the creature that he is. I, I agree with what you said. Jeepers Creepers 1 is the first movie I actively remember watching. Love the artist, hate the man. Yeah. Sorry. Love the I hate the man. Yeah, that's kind of how I uh, asked Jake the question, so I fully agree. Um, but yeah, I first remember watching Jeepers Creepers 1 in its entirety as a kid. My dad and sis have watched Jaws and the Creature from the Black Lagoon first, and I very well may have, but I just distinctively remember Jeepers Creepers 1 being the first movie I ever watched. Dylan, the creeper was not on your list whatsoever. Why? I just haven't seen Jeepers Creepers. I want to. I need to. I just haven't seen it. If anything, just watch the first one for now and then get to the second. First one and two. Um, But besides that point, you have not seen a lot of these movies, and there's nothing wrong with that. I just want to let you know that when I die, I hope they let you lower my casket so you can let me down one last time. I'll burn burn all your movies. Moving on to our third place. I'll sprinkle your ashes in a spirit Halloween. (laughs) That was funny. Our third place, my number one pick for Ultimate Horror Icon personally with 15 points, Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th. By far the best, in my opinion, best on the list, best kills, best design, best character, a lot of personal connections, a lot of childhood memories, great actors, great actresses in the movies, uh, a lot of creative kills and a lot of creative tools. I've never seen someone use a fucking party horn to kill somebody in a movie ever since Friday the 13th Part 7. It's just absolutely outstanding. Every single movie, even the ones that suck, in some way are part of a masterpiece, with Friday the 13th being the greatest story ever told. Praise be to him, Jason Voorhees. Amen. Jake, he was in the middle of your list. Why is your opinion the middle ground instead of uh, higher like he is for me? I like Jason Voorhees, but I don't think he's the king of the slashers. Um, We all know who is the king of the slashers, and clearly between the three of us, he made it up there in points, uh, which we'll get to. So um, I like Jason. I like his movies. I like his kills. I like his design. I like everything about him. Um, I just hold him a little lower just probably because I don't have a closest connection as you do. Um, but I have a closer connection with who we're going to get to. So. Yeah. And we did say in our ultimate horror uh, list for ourselves personally in the Halloween special, why I have such a strong connection to Jason. Uh, it really got me through a rough time, the connection to the Friday the 13th movies. And I've gone out of my way to do things uh, for the franchise. I've gone to where they filmed the first one. I've met three of the Jason actors, and I would really love to meet them all. I spend tons of money to collect them, uh, the collectibles. We know. I have friends who will make custom things that I buy from. I message people online to get custom masks made. Uh, Jake knows I'm designing an original concept, Jason, so I can go to horror cons and not really have to worry about spending the money to do movie accuracy for Jason. I have books, movies, comics, figures, masks, replica knives. Uh, 
animatronics. I have two life-size animatronics of Jason now. It's fantastic. And I really don't think there's been a horror movie that has ever come close to being as important as the Friday the 13th movies. Dylan, Jason wasn't on your list, and why was that? I don't hate Jason, um, and I do like the Friday the 13th movies. No, it's a summer camp. When you think of summer camp horror movies, Friday the 13th is an icon itself. It's just that, I don't know, to me, Jason doesn't really stand out as much as, say, Freddy or Sam or Michael Myers. Just, I'm not saying he's generic, it's just... I find the other ones a little more interesting, if you know what I mean. Fair enough, I guess. I disagree with you heavily, but fair enough. Also, fun fact... But I don't hate Jason. We're getting a series from Peacock called Crystal Lake, and it's going to be a Friday the 13th prequel. And as far as I know, we're still getting a sequel uh, movie from Sean S. Cunningham. Uh, so we should have two Friday the 13th things, a series and a movie, this coming up year. And I can't be any more excited than I am. It's going to be fantastic. Is this prequel series, I heard about this, is that going to focus on Pamela? They haven't said, but I feel like that would be what would make the most sense. It'd be really weird to do a prequel and it not have anything to do with the Voorheeses. Um, It is interesting. I'm very excited for it. I haven't been this excited for something... Really, ever. I don't think I don't think I've ever been more excited for anything than I have for these upcoming movies. That includes dating girls, having sex, getting outrageously drunk and throwing up, buying a gun. I really don't think I've ever been more excited for anything in my life. Moving on. You should see the high eyes in Joe's face right now. Moving on to spot number two. This was the biggest surprise to me. 18 points, and this character got these 18 points by being number two on my list and number two on Jake's list. The Miner from My Bloody Valentine, or Harry Warden, or depending on which version, the copycat version is Axel or uh, Tom. Fantastic movie. My Bloody Valentine is almost like if you put Friday the 13th and Scream into one movie, and then just released it it's great it's a guess the killer because you don't know if harry warden's dead or alive uh the kills in it for the time are really brutal even if you don't see them all he puts a woman in a washer rips out hearts it's in a mine so it's in a real claustrophobic place the cast of supporting characters in these movies are fantastic too they're not like half written characters like some of the friday the 13th honestly have some of the halloweens honestly have Every single character has depth and personality and a role in the movie. And I think that's what makes it. And it's a shame there's only two My Bloody Valentine movies. I would love to see a sequel to the original, and I would love to see a sequel to the remake. I think they're both extremely well done. I hold a special place in my heart for the first one more so. Uh, Just fantastic. Jake. Uh, I really just like the design. It's simplistic. He wears a... Miner's mask, a hard hat with a light, and carries a pickaxe and kills people. Um, I like just how, like you said, it's a claustrophobic area. It makes you feel like you can't get out. Um, and he's just ruthless and brutal. And, um, you know, the suspenseful of who is it? Is it actually Harry Warden? Is it someone else? Um, it's just really cool. Um, and 
the way this franchise goes, I would love to see a um, rebirth where they, you know, they've done the copycat thing. I'd like to see where Harry Warden is actually maybe a little supernatural and undead and comes back. I've said that too. I've done ideas before where I've played with both Axel coming back from the first one and Harry Warden coming back as a Revenant, almost like Jason. And I would kind of like to see that because now everyone's thinking that it's going to be another copycat and it's Axel and oh shit, it's actually fucking Harry Warden. And how do you stop him? And probably trap him in the mine, but... Dylan, have you ever even seen My Bloody Valentine? No, it was on today, though. Weird time of year to show it. Anyway. Again, I just don't know much about it, so I can't comment. In our number one spot, with 22 votes, number one on Jake's list, number two on Dylan's list, and I believe number seven on my own. Uh, kind of intertwines with Leatherface for me, but... Michael Myers. Not gonna lie, not surprised at all. But, Jake, you get to start with this one. Well, he's my favorite, as I said in the last one. Um, he's the face of Halloween. Um, everyone knows who he is. Uh, and I think Jason gets that, too. I mean, if you see a guy in a hockey mask, you know it's related to Jason Voorhees. But Michael Myers, you can't mistake that shape, the shape, uh, the mask, anything. The um, music. And there is just such a huge following for Michael Myers, it's incredible. I mean, I alone am in on Facebook. I follow these groups. I mean, there's masks that people rehaul and create their, themselves that sell for thousands of dollars uh, from all these artists taking their takes on on uh, Michael Myers' different masks. And in every movie, it's different. Um, it's just, it, it's he's the, the king of the slashers, in my opinion. And um, he's not not going to stop. I mean, we already know that in 2024, we're going to get another Halloween movie. Um, and it's just one of those guys and franchises that is just going to be always picked up by someone's going to take them and make a movie out of them. Dylan? Uh, Jake, yeah. Um, Michael Myers is an icon of Halloween. You think of Halloween. Uh, you think of John Carpenter. You hear that, you know, classic piano riff. That's Michael Myers. There's the Halloween franchise started, you know, the final girl, the babysitter, the slasher. Wasn't the first slasher movie, but like, you know, it's, it's brought it into kind of the mainstream, if you know what I mean. Um, one of them do like along with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Anyway, uh, but like Sam, when you think of Halloween, you think of Michael Myers. I think people know Michael Myers more than they do Sam. But, uh, why I like him. I love how he's silent. He's the boogeyman. Little little preview to one of our Dylan's, you know, podcasts that we're probably going to be doing that we've been in works on is since Halloween Ends came out, doing a full blown review on that. So it's going to be interesting. So my opinion on Michael Myers is, I'm a fan. I like him. I like him about the same as I like Leatherface. So my opinion is going to come out a little bit more negative than Jake and Dylan's is. But as I'm saying this, he's in my top 10 list. He's usually uh, 7th or 8th place on my personal list. Sometimes I like Leatherface a little more, sometimes I don't. But on this list here, there's 5 icons that I definitely like more. And then 2 that I really feel like can hang and had a fighting chance on an, on an overall top 10 list. 
I don't think he's better than Jason. I don't think he's better than Freddy. But I can see where he'd beat out, like, Harry Warden, the Creeper, Victor Crowley. But I watch the Halloween movies year-round. Jake knows this. I collect the figures. I have the masks. But just something's missing from most of the movies for me that doesn't put him above Jason. Uh, I always thought the first Halloween was a little boring. My favorite Halloween is actually Halloween 2. I think Halloween 1 is an outstanding movie, but when I was first getting into the slasher movies, just thought it was a little drawn out. Um, but I love Michael Myers as a character. Uh, even though I think there's characters who deserve the spot at number one, that's not him. For our friends group here, and then how our interests collide, I think it makes sense that he got the top spot. Uh, are you satisfied, Jake, with Michael Myers being the number one? Yep. Dylan, are you satisfied with Michael Myers being the number one? Yes. I, I'm i satisfied. I knew he'd be on the list. I did not think he'd be number one, but I do appreciate it. Anyone, on the, anyone here think there is any spot on this list that was a big surprise? Um, I'm surprised none of the classic monsters were here. Well, besides Wolf the Wolfman, but like Dracula. Or well, I'll, I'll, so there the were, I'll be honest with you right now, if I look at my list here. I had three classics, universal classics, on my yep. list. Some of them so, didn't get enough points. Dracula was on both lists. He didn't get enough points. Well, How did you get these points? Did you do a survey? Or? Well, as I explained in the beginning, if you were a monster on our list that was in the number 10 spot, you got one point. Nine got two, eight got three, oh, okay. seven got four, six got five, so on and so forth, and then yep. first place got 10 points. So the Gill Man was on me and Jake's list. Yeah, he was number but eight. But he only got four total points. He got three points from Jake, one point for me. So he didn't make the cut. Dracula was seven for me. So Wolfman was the top universal. Seven was Dracula. Eight was Gill Man. And then a couple that didn't make the list here. Um, number nine, I had the Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Mm -hmm. And number ten, I brought back one of my original favorites, Hannibal Lecter. Yep, and... Those would all be honorable mentions. Dylan had, like, Death from Final Destination. You had Count Dracula Pazuzu. as well. Pazuzu. Pazuzu was on your list. Would, how popular is he? This is just a question to you. Pazuzu? Yeah. Personally, I'm not a fan. I think that movie is incredibly overrated. The Exorcist is the movie. I don't think The Exorcist holds up like people think it does. And they'll be I'm, coming back in 2023. They're doing another Exorcist. Yeah. With David Gordon Green and Jason Blum, who yeah. did the new Halloween movie. The Exorcist is one of those movies where I think the first one's great. I do think it's overrated. But the fact that there are sequels made to it is diminishing. And then there's two prequels, Dominion and then... And they're just the remakes of the each, each other, the prequels. So that series is a little foobard to me. Uh, my list had some characters that didn't make it too. The Gilman was already brought up. Art the Clown. Pamela Voorhees. Um, I mentioned Jaws. You mentioned Jaws. Most of my icons did make the list. Because um, some of our icons overlapped with each other. Like, I like Michael, you like for Michael. For the most part. For the most part, all of our number ones made the list. Even if yours was a solo vote, 10 points was substantial enough to be on the list. Mm -hmm. um, some of them mixed together in certain ways or it balanced out. Uh, but yeah, the Gill Man was my, my uh, number 10 spot. Uh, Art the Clown was my number nine. Uh, 
so I think those are the only two who really didn't make the cut for me. No, and as we discussed this, all these... Pamela Voorhees didn't make the cut, obviously. Yeah, I know. And as I was saying, like, all these characters that we have on our list, they will always be horror icons. Because, I mean, come on. We're all fans of horror movies here. They're going to appeal to someone in a right. specific audience. Like, I don't like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies, but you guys do. You're, you're its audience, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, actually, Pamela Voorhees, Art the Clown, and the Gilman were the only ones on my list who didn't make the cut. Uh, so... Weren't you special? My list was pretty, uh, pretty straightforward. Well, Dylan, you want to sign us off for this one? Yeah, well, that was fun, guys. Thank you. Um, we will do something like this again. And with that, I'd say put out the fire, lock your cabins, huddle under the covers, and it's lights out.